This is Roderick Strong, and you're listening to WNF. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I'm Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. And welcome you to episode 458 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes slash Apple Podcast by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. I think iTunes is dead. No. No. Yes. It's still there, but it's like it's separate entity from Apple Podcast now. Sure. Yes. You've seen it? Yes, because I have an iPhone. Oh. So it's dead. It's just there. Well, it's its, its own thing now. Like MTV and MTV2. Or MTV and music videos. Yeah. You know, they're two completely separate things now. Oh, okay. We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, <laughs> Satchel, iHeartRadio, um, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Man, you remember the days when MTV would show music videos? Weren't those? That was a long time ago. Weren't those the days? Okay, so it was MTV, and they had all the videos. Then they moved on to MTV2, which the videos were on there for a while. Now MTV2 is full of reality shows, too. And then they had MTV Tress. Uh, Trace? I don't know. I'm not good. Um, Latin music. Yeah. And then they had MTV Hits. Mm Mm-hmm. And now I don't think any of those are music related. Yeah. Yeah, they're not. MTV is pretty much just r- replays of ridiculousness. Like, that's all it shows. <laughs> so, welcome to the show. We've got lots to cover this week. We're going to talk about Backlash, Raw, AEW, NXT, lots of hot topics, plenty of stuff to go around. Tyler, how you doing? I'm tired. Tired, mm-hmm. tired, a bear, sleepy bear, sleepy bear. We're, no, got, we're nowhere, Mio. we're nowhere close to the uh, winner. That's not the energy one, so I don't know if that's going to help you. Oh, it's not. No, oh. it's just the regular one. But it tastes good. It does. It tastes like fruit punch. It tastes like not energy. It tastes like dragons and CDs. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So we have a uh, we have a lot to cover this week as we uh, inch our way closer to uh, Disney Take Two. Take two and call me we'll in the see. morning. I'm Hopefully hoping. we can still go. I'm hoping. Well, they're open in the park, so. Yeah, but there's tons of cases. That, more cases are popping up everywhere, and it's Greg Abbott's fault. Especially in, te- <laughs> especially in Texas. Yes, Texas, it's uh, pretty bad in Texas. God, I love all the memes that are coming out about it. It is pretty good. A lot of Simpsons memes, a lot of SpongeBob what memes. What was that? Uh on Adult Swim, what's his name, who shoots uh, uh, Hannibal Burris? Eric Andre. Eric Andre shoots Hannibal Burris. <laughs> and he's, How he's could the millennials Greg, do yeah, this? Yeah, Greg Abbott. The fact <laughs> that he... Okay, you're the governor of the state. You open the state much too early. You're one of the first states to claim we're reopening. Then a second wave begins to hit, and he literally has the gall to blame the young generation of Texans for not wearing masks or not taking this seriously. I, I get it to a certain extent. No, a there's, bit. No, 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 there's no, 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 nothing I'm not to defend. defending him. I'm there's not nothing defending to defend him at all. about that. I'm not defending him. It's just, you know, a lot of people out in the world are going to do whatever they want and they don't believe in the coronavirus. But yeah. 
the same time, you know, apparently we're at stage three, and I didn't even know it until not too long ago. How many and stages are there? Damn. Like four. Shit. So we're almost completely open. All right. I'm like... Oh well, people gotta go we, to work. I know. I was like, I was like, there's still more cases. Why is there? Why are we opening? I thought they were like, well, it has to be two weeks from our last case. What the fuck? No, <laughs> there's more cases. What the fuck are you doing? Yep. But it's the young people. Yep. How well, is this man not getting trouble? But he's blaming other people. I don't understand. He's it's politics. Politics. Yep. They can get away with shit. There you go. Politics can get away with murder. Yeah. Pretty much. God damn. <laughs> So, welcome to the show. We're going to talk about wrestling, I promise. Wrestling, not yes. politics. Fuck politics. So, the spike happened from Memorial Weekend, because everyone was out at the beach, having fun, going here, going there. That was my birthday weekend. And then, uh, I predict that we're going to see another wave coming because of all the protest marches. Yeah. there were 60,000 people in Houston, all marching together, it's which is totally Austin fine. However, it's in the middle of a, pro- a world pandemic. Yep. So that's not going to be good. Mm-mm. So <laughs> we got also Austin and Dallas too. I mean, it's all over the world. For I mean, one. what I mean is the protests. I mean, there's yeah. protests. There's protests here too. Yeah. So, um, so backlash happened this past Sunday. We did get to get together and and watch that. Enjoy some uh, some podcast family dinner time. Although you did not partake in the pizza, you did have the pepper. So you did have and a little two bit. peppers. You had two peppers, <laughs> so that counts. You partook my daughter, in my podcast family was dinner. Pretty tired. Yeah, she was ready to go. Yeah, she was ready to go during bye Randy Orton and Edge. Bye, Daniel. Bye, Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the pre-show, we got to see Apollo Cruz defeat Andrade. Um. Nothing really to to take away from there. We're probably gonna uh, blaze through Raw because we're gonna blaze through it. Get blazed in my winning. We're probably going to blaze through that because I did not get to catch all of Raw. Had some stuff going on. So I uh, was unable to, to watch it. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it is what it is. Hells yeah, it is. Uh, so we got to see Bailey teaming up with Sasha Banks. WWE Women's Tag Team Championships versus the Iconics versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. So what did you think about this match? Dude, I'm blanking on a lot of stuff. Yeah. I remember that it was a pretty strong opener. It was pretty good. Alexa Bliss was was really uh, putting forth a lot of effort. Actually, all the ladies were. But, the ladies. Um, but uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks do end up retaining the uh, women's tag team championship. We had a conversation. I think it was there. It's like we were tired of um, Charlotte. Charlotte going to each brand. But guess what? And I told you, I was like, since Bailey and uh, Sasha have the tag team titles, they're going to go to every brand now, too. Yep. That's yep. exactly right. Yep, because the next NXT, they were on there defending their belts. Yep. So after that, we got to see Sheamus going up against Jeff Harvey. Hardy. <laughs> pee in your face. He threw the pee-pee in the bad man's face. <laughs> His Man. mouth was open, too. Yeah. They like to show replays of that. <laughs> I bet Vince likes that. Ha ha, that's some good shit. That's some good piss. <laughs> piss. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha Um I was I was really surprised that Jeff Hardy took the L on this one. Um uh, I am, but I'm not at the same time because I feel like yes, they want Jeff Hardy to go over and stuff and mm-hmm. but at the same time I feel like they're trying to push Seamus too. Well, 
Jeff Hardy got the win because he got to throw pee. He got to throw yeah, urine. Yeah, that was a win in my book. In the face of Sheamus. And his mouth was open, and too. His mouth was open. <laughs> he tasted the pee pee. Um, one thing that I did notice about this match is that uh, they seemed to not have very good chemistry. There, mm-hmm. it was, there was a bit of sloppiness in this match that I remember from it. A lot of missteps and odd timing. Um, it happens, I guess. In fact, there was a lot of that on uh, AEW this past week as well. Um, there was a lot of... Like what? Just, I can't think. Just, well, from the matches itself, like there was like the timing was off. Uh, I don't know if it was like very humid there, but like I said, uh, um, in our conversations, the opening contest, like they looked gassed uh, after, after. I mean, the they match. pretty much have the same weather we do. Yeah. I wouldn't want to wrestle out in that. So. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, Seamus versus Jeff Hardy, it was, it was fine. Seamus ended up getting the victory after capitalizing. So he's, Seamus is proving that, you know, druggies, the junkie. They never get the win. I know that they probably talked to Jeff, and Jeff was like, sure, sure, let's mm-hmm. do it. But, like, to me, I'm like, no, man, because... You can only blur reality you can blur so much. It, yeah, but also, people who go through that also still struggle with that, too. You well, know that's why I mean? you have Seamus as your role model, because he says no to drugs. He says no he to drugs, want- and what does he get? Piss in the face. He doesn't want to deal with a junkie. Yeah, okay. After that, we got to see Oscar. Oh, also, before that, before that, when he comes out with his entrance, he's like either a Pokemon evolving, or he's like the Doctor from Doctor Who regenerating. Yeah, because the light is so bright off his white skin, it's like it's incredibly bright. He's evolving. Yeah, <laughs> what's he evolving to? Nee, 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 nee. Pikachu. Nee, 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 nee. Hitmonchan. Hitmonchan. Yeah. Snorlax. Snorlax. Wabafet. Wabafet Waba with the Waba. thing coming out of his butt. <laughs> That's his tail, sir. It looks like there's a... And the so, eyes are just a distraction. Yeah, I mean... It's it, a defense mechanism. I'm telling you what. It looks like he's straining, and there's a piece of poop coming out of his butt with eyes on, on, on it. That's what Wabafet is. Sorry. Okay. Go on. Is that what we're resulting result <laughs> to here? Wabafet. Potty humor here? Yep. Potty humor well, on the look podcast. Look I won't stand for it. We get a chance to look at Wobbuffet, the Pokemon called Wobbuffet, and I'm tell me what sure you think. I'm sure many of our listeners are very much aware of who or what Wobbuffet is. <laughs> Although I am kind of looking forward to Pokemon Snap for the for the Switch. I must be honest because yeah. I played I played the heck out of that on the 64. I got um, it when they put it out on uh, Wii U. Yeah, it came out on Wii U on the. Uh, uh, Nintendo shop. Channel Shop, yeah, yeah, nice. So after that, we got to see Oscar going up against Nia Jax. This match ends in a double countout, and those are just no fun. Uh, yeah, and then at the same time, I wasn't into it because I'm, I'm sorry. I know there's Nia Jax fans out there. <laughs> You're not one of them. Uh, but I just, I just, I don't know. Can't get into it. Okay. Well, Oscar retains. Yep, via that's, double countout. That's what happened. And then also. During this pay-per-view, my nephew was there, too, so we were messing with him a few times. So Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. And he was a- asking questions and all that stuff. So Yes. Strange encounters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Miz and Morrison. Handicap match. I was surprised Morrison took, took the pin on that one. Well, you said that he was going to get... Because we were talking about it. I was like, I can see Miz, but you, you said that you see Morrison getting Did the I? pin. Yeah. Oh. 
Well, then, hey, I called it. All right. <laughs> Good for me. Yeah. But I, I don't care. Yeah. Well, because they, they, they made a stipulation of if Miz or Morrison gets the victory, whoever pins or submits Strowman, that will become the champion. Because Miz pushed Morrison off of... Yeah. And it was almost like a, I did it out of instinct, and now I have regret about it. Quick, let me throw you back on the Strowman for the pin, but it was too late. Yep. Um, so Braun Strowman ended up retaining the title, much to the delight of fans, I guess. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. I really like the start of this match because before the match even begins, Bobby Lashley attacks Drew McIntyre, throws him in the, the uh, master in lock the challenge. Nelson. I yes. mean, uh, the, the no, full Nelson. Was. Yeah, that's full exactly Nelson. what it was. Full Nelson. <laughs> so... I enjoyed the fact that he attacked before the match. Um, you know, it shows how they're pushing Drew McIntyre as a champion. He wants to be a fighting champion. He didn't want to take a didn't want to take a night off. And oh no, don't give me minutes to recover. Ring the bell, have a good matchup, and then it ends after a distraction from Lana, which is kind of disappointing. But I mean, it keeps both guys looking strong. And it also separates Lana from this god awful storyline oh with Bobby god. Lashley. So thank God this is now over. Jumping ahead to Raw with Bobby Lashley asking divorce. for a divorce. Yeah, I was like, that's quick to jump to a divorce, but no, sure, it's not. This one should have been DOA. So I know, but for a storyline, that's pretty quick to jump to a divorce. I'm glad it's. it's I over mean, no, now. I am too. We need to get we need to get this storyline done and over with, and she needs to do something else anything else and what's sad is that i i think they said that she signed like a five-year deal last year so she's going to be around for quite some time unless they just release her you know or if she decides to retire and go do whatever it is she wants to do makeup tutorials or youtube stuff who knows i don't know but Drew McIntyre ends up retaining after defeating Bobby Lashley. Then we got to see probably the most entertaining, also weirdest segment of match the night. Match segment of the night. The best match segment of the night uh. that saved... The cheese saved us, and we laughed, and we were entertained. I was. Were you yeah. not entertained? I was entertained for some of it. Not all of it. There was a lot of it that was cringeworthy. There was some of it that I did chuckle at chuckle at and that was the viking raiders and street profits segment featuring ninjas <laughs> ninjas and a seven foot three ninja what are the viking prophets yes the viking prophets we i did need to, we need to come together we can fight them i mean i did chuckle at some of the like it was so over the top cheesy but i still enjoyed because with myself. the other stuff they've been doing I haven't been liking it, you know. There's certain things they'll do that I think is funny here and there, but like this, I liked really. So, see, I didn't, I didn't like it until they formed up as a as a team. Well, they were fighting. And then I, I thought it was funny when one of them got thrown through the window, and they're like, "Come on!" You know, they were like, mm-hmm. "Can't believe you did that!" And they stopped and they were talking for yeah. a while, and they were like all hurt and yeah. stuff. And it's like they're fighting. Like that's whenever they started to get together. But their friends showed up. Yeah. It's a, it's become a friendly rivalry, even though it's funny. But Mid-air like, high five. That's if you think about it, typical WWE turning a dominant force, what's supposed to be a dominant force in the Viking Raiders, as a comedy duo, because Vince gets off on comedy duos. Yeah. Um, 
That's good. Or it, or it seems like he gets off on. What's dominant? Can we use tag. different phrasing? Sorry. <laughs> That's just. That sounds wildly inappropriate <laughs> to talk about a man who's in his mid seventies getting off on things. Well, okay, I can't really say what he gets off on. I mean, because he's probably a freak. I don't know. I'm not going to comment on that. But that's not what I meant. Good shit. That's not what I meant. Um, he likes weird shit. Um, he likes big sweaty men. But no, if you uh, big dominant tag teams turned into comedy duos. Uh. What was it? Who got released? The Wasteland? No, the Wasteland. Uh, Ascension. Ascension. I keep on saying the Wasteland because that was their finishing maneuver. Yeah. Um, See, you're uh, smart when it comes to wrestling. (laughs) I can't think of some other teams right now. My mind's just blanking. Other than Ascension. Um, The Ascension. Well, surprisingly, Authors of Pain have not been turned into a comedy duo yet. Yet. Well, that's because they keep getting injured. That's just, that's saving them. <laughs> well, it's like the the revival; they were getting ready to be turned into a comedy bit. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, they were not. They were Surpri- spared. I'm surprised that Eric Rowan and Luke Harper did not get turned into a comedy bit. They probably, got but they close. got turned into a, a dumb redneck, yeah, esque southern southern boy. Say y'all. Oh, is that like stealing off the revival? Say yeah. <laughs> I like that. Say y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually good. I like That's that. the north versus the south right there. Oh, God. <laughs> Say yeah. Say y'all. <laughs> T-shirt oh, idea right shit. there. So anyways. We're RTF. Uh, Viking Raiders and the Street Profits formed up to become <laughs> the Viking Profits. Up, yeah, on to... The forklift that had boxes that they get on to the eighteen wheeler yeah. to run down there. Two trailers to thrown into trash. Yes, into the trash can. Okay, whatever. there were two trailers. There was about two trailers long, and they had this fighting montage that was so slow but we funny. Need a montage. montage. The, the camera is going through because you have the ninjas on one side, yes. and Viking prophets on the other, and they're standing still. Yeah. Which this is one of those things where they should have been off camera. And you should have had guys fighting, fighting, fighting. F- then the next. It two seems guys like come people fight all together. Montage. The camera was going straight, so one will fight. Yeah. Then move. Well, off usually to- it's reverse. They start at the last one, pull back, like you know, fighting, fighting, fighting. As the camera pulls back, they go to the third. The third one, they're fighting, fighting. Pull back to the second. Now they're fighting. And then you pull back to the first. There, so that way you see all of them fighting at once. As a, but they did it the opposite, where they had the ones closest to the camera fighting. Remember that for uh, videos. Okay. Okay. Don't worry. I'll help out when it comes to camera angles. Just, just nothing. But <laughs> it's just the terrible angle. It's awful. So, <laughs> so and then we had a, a trash monster. Don't forget about the trash. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, there were so many Star Wars references in this skit. The, you know, I'm going to use my Jedi mind force to call upon the turkey leg and all that. <laughs> I will say, like, once they unified and became the Viking prophets, they did the midair high five that paused or whatever. I chuckled at that. Then the ninjas appeared, whatever. And they had the giant ninja. And uh, I will say, I laughed at Eric. 
being the one to like step forward and be like, I got this one. And they're like, no, 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 no. He is like, do you see how tall he is? So I did chuckle a bit at that. So it was entertaining, somewhat hit and miss, hit and miss. Was it the girls that said, you're, you're pretty or you're, uh, oh yeah, to Ivar. Yeah. Eric, not so much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Eric. He gets no love. Except for Sarah Logan. Yeah. She's down in the creek with Paul. So that took us into the greatest wrestling match ever. That episode. That pay-per-view. And I'm glad that they didn't have Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles on this pay-per-view because it wouldn't have been the greatest pay-per-view on that card. Because that was a great match. So, okay. They did the whole... um, She bang. She bang. No, they had uh, what's his name announce who uh, Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel. That was a nice touch. Yeah. So they lock. They do something. They lock up. They have a camera angle from the bottom. I was done. And I hear. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. So they had. Okay. So let's let's walk the fans through who might not have seen this. So for those of you who don't know. I'm a stickler for camera angles. Well, okay, so they announced that there's going to be some different camera angles. Yes, they did, prior to. Um, which I'm fine with them showing the GoPros on the turnbuckles and all that. I'm okay with that. That doesn't bother me because they're visible. So you know that you're going to get a shot from that angle. Okay, that's fine. I'm totally... F- I, I actually liked the overhead shot. I liked the overhead shot I wish a they lot. would utilize that a it little bit more. more crisp. Yeah. I would like for them to honestly utilize that more often. We also want more angles from uh, nope. from down below nope. the wrestlers. We don't need that. <laughs> so they had one shot during the match where the cameraman actually gets in the ring to get close, and then he like spasms out. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Um, Whoa. But as far as like presentation, the opening start if of it. You, if you notice, they did it once, and that was it. It was the only time they did that, yes. Uh, now, this match, up. I think they said this match was filmed over, like, two segments. Like, they filmed at two separate times. So, uh, break. Pretty much. Like, hey, we got to get a good angle on this. So, first off, they added crowd noise. Which, I know this sounds ridiculous, but to me, it, it actually ha- helped. What, and, and yeah, and what this did is it hyped it up a little bit because it was like, oh, we're going to have the greatest match. You can't have, you know, 20 people cheering. Like, you got to have a thousand. Yeah. Thousands of fans cheering, whatever. So I get it. The way that they were trying to present it, I understand what they were going for. They were trying to tell a story. However, I am such a stickler for camera angles for that sure. in the opening sure. five minutes of this match, <laughs> I'm done. I was done. <laughs> They had, okay, so first off, we're not in Madison Square Garden, but they had the microphones come down, the MSG on it, and they have the voice of Howard Finkel, which I can appreciate, you know, um, you know, they're trying to build hype. They're trying to make this feel big. the hype train. They're trying to make this feel like a big fight, you know. Big. Um, You know, they introduce Randy Orton, they introduce Edge, um... Charles Robinson wearing the bow tie, throwback. Yeah, throwing back to the uh, the classic boxing referee uniform and all that. Uh, you know, if you guys want to shake hands prior to this getting going, now's the time to do it. All right, to your corners. Bell rings. Step together. Lock up. We have an under the lockup camera angle that appears out of nowhere. Now, had they shown the camera person 
in the ring and he goes up with the camera, I would have been fine with that. But the fact is, we're supposed to suspend our dis- disbelief. The fact that there's a re- uh, there's a lockup and a cameraman immediately over us when a second, nah, man, that's a GoPro. A second the, prior, there is no one there. That's. Yeah. You're That's where I have that. the issues with suspending of disbelief. You're supposed to believe that. Look, man, they're going to get camera angles. And I'm going to talk about it in AEW, too, because there was a camera angle that bugged me on that one. And I will make sure to mention it as well. So don't... I'm not just an AEW fanboy. What's boy. going on? Yeah, there is uh, lots going on. I don't remember which one you're talking about, but we'll get to it when we get to it. It's, it was a GoPro, so I'll leave it at that and I'll let you think about it. So... They do the lockup, and as soon as that happens, I'm like, I'm done. I don't. <laughs> so I have no quick. interest in watching this so match. Quick. And he hops on his phone. Yeah, <laughs> it was so quick. I was like, I don't have any interest in this match. Like, it, they, it, they went too hokey. But I will say, it reeled me back in. It was a very enjoyable match. It was a great match. It was not the greatest wrestling no, match greatest. ever. It was better than their other match they had. Yeah. The one before, yeah, way better. This was a long match, though. It was long, but. I appreciate the fact that they threw in the angle slam, the pedigree, uh, you know, all the uh, other miscellaneous moves that they that Man, they I, did. I just love that angle from top. It, it, yeah, it made it look so bright, so clear, so crisp. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Damn, that looks good." Yeah, like I, I'm, I would really, I would sign a petition saying, "Hey, let's utilize this camera more." Yeah, because when they do the high flying moves and stuff, like it just looks good from overhead so but whatever um good back and forth action um you know good storytelling it was a great match you know four out of five stars um i don't really have a rating system well we have we have a rating system but it's more for our our fans our listeners our viewers whatever you want to be called um and uh, you know, people seem to enjoy the match. Yeah, for the most part. And so, how this was pre-taped? Yes. How far in the past was it taped? I think like up to two weeks. So they're keeping it quiet and secret yeah. that Edge was hurt. Yes. Because uh, during what this, hurt him? That's the thing. Not everyone knows. Uh, you know, it's kind of hard to identify at what moment was it that he tore his triceps. So, what's nuts is look, it was like I'm ready to get. I know that they're going to do a third match, and I'm ready yeah. to get past this shit. But now you have to wait for nine wait, months. We got to wait longer, and that sucks because I'm I'm ready. Ready for look, it to be over with. To be over with. I'm ready for him to go out on his own terms, but I'm ready for him to. What if that was his own terms? What if he was like, I want to go out losing to Randy Orton with a torn triceps? <laughs> I'm like, that sucks. That's one way to go. And, uh, and you did I don't it. know if he's going to do this, but I would think he would have kind of a list of people that's in WWE now that yeah. he's never wrestled Absolutely. before. Um, AJ Styles. Daniel Bryan. Probably. Uh, probably one a of them. A lot of people, you know. Yeah. So. But there's other people. But all in all, I will say it, it pulled me back in. It was a pretty good match. Um, I was trying to watch it, but there was a, I don't know, there was like some sort of like screaming child or something and wanting to go home. And it was just <laughs> a little distracting. Yeah, a little distracting. I know someone who wants to wrestle Edge, though, because this guy's from Canada and Edge is from Canada. Kevin Owens. Yeah. Sure, we'll see that possibly they'll probably team up and then 
uh, Kevin Owens will turn heel on him. Triple threat. Edge evil, versus Kevin evil Owens Kevin versus Owens. Sami Zayn. Evil Kevin Owens is a good Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, just like Randy Orton, I will say this. Right now, Randy Orton is at his best. As a heel. As a heel. Like heel. Going back to like the legend killer days, going back to all that like because he did the he did the punt. Well that too. But like just his his mannerisms, the way that he talks, like he the way he carries on himself. the floor and he hits his the way he arms the way the he mat, hears voices and, in his head. Yeah, and he breaks his collarbone. Whoops, sorry. What? Separated shoulder. Whatever, same that too. But I'm saying right now Randy Orton is like at the top of his game. He's not the best wrestler. This no, wasn't the, this no, wasn't the greatest wrestling match ever. No, but it was a good match. It was a really good match. That wording was shoved down their goddamn throats. <laughs> and it's like, why would you? Why would you pick that one of of all? I don't know. Uh, who knows? But like I said, Randy Orton gets the win, and uh, he kind of teased Edge after the match. It was like, now you can go home to your daughter and your wa- your, your daughters and your wife. They and, just suck us on. I don't think he did that. Oh. But But now they're questioning, is this the end of Edge's career? Which, of course not. (laughs) Yeah. Of course. He's got grit. He got grit. He worked too damn hard. He has grit in his teeth. He worked too damn hard. grit on his shoes. And grit on his clothes. He tried so hard, and he got so far, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. (laughs) Trying to be what you want me to be. Anyways. Just caught in the undertow. Going to Raw, Randy Orton challenges Christian to an unsanctioned match. Later on, Christian like, accepts. Hey, you're not approved. Uh, you can't wrestle because you're... Uh, what did he say? You're not approved. He was like, I know you just want one more match. You're approved by doctors to wrestle, but I got a way around it. Unsanctioned. Yeah. I was like... Unsanctioned, yeah. Okay. Does that work that way? Yeah. Sure. As, as long as the lawyers aren't involved, then we can do it. Street fight. Do the lights go out? We can actually no. I don't, well, I don't know. I didn't watch this. No, watch I'm just. Part. I was making a stupid joke from AEW. Did yeah. that, I, and it's all about presentation. So yeah. I will appreciate whenever they did that. I was like, okay, we're gonna turn the lights off for a few seconds. That's gonna indicate the end of our regularly scheduled program. When we come back, there's gonna be something. Yep. Could be anything. Don't know what it's gonna be. Don't leave. So, um, so yeah. So Orton challenges Christian to an unsanctioned match, and after talking to Ric Flair and after talking to the Big Show, he decided <laughs> to he decided to uh, accept the challenge. Uh, Kevin Owens defeats Angel Garza after Andrade caused a distraction that cost Angel Garza the uh, the victory. Did you happen to hear that uh, Vince McMahon considers Angel Garza to be the next Eddie Guerrero? I saw that. I think that's actually very high praise. That is a very high praise. Um, so if that's what I mean, if that's what I think it means, if they're going to get him to skyrocket, he could actually be, well, depending on what people think, but he could be more popular than Andrade eventually, maybe. Yeah, depending on how they book Andrade. I mean, he um, has that smug charm. Absolutely. I mean, he doesn't have, to me, he he doesn't seem like he has... He's not trying to like overly fake it. Yeah, because Eddie Guerrero had the talk. And he had the, the charisma. The charisma and uh, Garza doesn't have the talk yet. Yet, but I mean, he's got Zelina Vega who can do the talking for him. So, you know, it could be a trade off. Um, and you know, 
I saw a lot of people comment and I was like, oh man, that's that's you know setting the bar pretty high. I'm like, well, at the time in Eddie Carrera's career, did people know that he was going to be as legendary as he is today? I mean, you know, you just never know with with some folks. So for for Vince McMahon to look at Angel Garza and say, I see a lot of potential in you. I see you know what people see in eddie guerrero that's very high praise that's now very high praise. will he be presented as eddie guerrero i don't no, think so don't they'll, think they'll so. you know go different routes with his character but for that for that kind of praise i, cheat, I think it's I really lie. good i still they mix it up and not be yeah, li- you know i lie i cheat <laughs> yeah, we'll just switch it up just yeah. a little bit yeah uh i'm your your peepa <laughs> i'm your peepa not your poppy uh i don't know if peepa means something different in Spanish. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i hope not um uh, but anyways uh, but it got me thinking. I'm like, who's going to be this generation's past generation? You know, um, there's there's a gap because there's not a lot of people. Well, I came days. up with I came with up with one. Okay, and it's Montez Ford. Okay, the way that he speaks, the way that he presents himself in the ring, I swear to God, it reminds me of The Rock. He has so much charisma when he steps into frame yeah, he, he just, just owns whatever he's doing and he just oozes charisma yeah so i mean like you know he's got he's got the red solo cup he's got the you know when he's got the shades on he's got the chain on he's got you know he's just dripping with swag i guess is, yeah. is the uh, is the phrase the kids are using these days but i don't know i'm sorry i'm getting older i'm out of touch i don't know the phrases anymore you're not hip like i'm not all the young kids like me yeah, you youngin. Anyways, I see a lot of potential in Montez Ford. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he gets in the ring, and he is entertaining. He's on the mic, and he is overly entertaining. And he can switch it, like, yes. so quick. Exactly. He's got the facial expressions. He's got the charisma. He's got the fun personality. He's got the intense personality. Like, I see shades it's not necessarily this is the rock but i see what i what the rock showed in those days i see in montez ford okay so if they can if they can take care of angel garza and montez ford i think they'll be pretty good so nice not saying that they're gonna have the same star power go on to be in movies and you know all this other stuff but i'm saying like i see the potential like yeah. these these two guys could be your next top tier talents in 3 4 years you know cuz where they are right now they're the up and coming talent they're that new batch of talent yeah. like uh like they had in like 2006 where we got Kofi Kingston, Sheamus, uh you know many others. John Morrison came into the picture. Uh, although I think he was maybe 2005, 2004. Uh, that's kind of pushing it. But anyways, yeah, you Bobby Lashley's as well. Yeah. So, you know, you had a, a new wave of talent, and now we're getting the next wave of talent. So, the NXT wave. The next. The next wave, yes. So, anyways, I just, I see a lot of potential. Yeah, for sure. Um, back over to Raw. Bobby Lashley wants a divorce from Lana. Yeah, that happened. Thank God. Street Profits team up with Viking Raiders to defeat Akira Tozawa and Three Ninjas. Okay. They're saving the big ninja for something that I guess they're going to eventually fight him. Well, they had the big show come out and scare him away. Yeah. But the, I thought that was overkill because you had like the big ninja and Akira Tozawa versus. I mean, the, he was right there by the four 
of the Viking prophets and then the big show. So that's like five on two. Yeah. Overkill, man. A little bit. Good guys running the bad guys away. Sure. Um, one of the things that I found interesting, especially what news came out after Raw, was that um, WWE announced that a developmental talent tested positive for COVID-19. Turns out, WWE hadn't even been testing for COVID-19. They were just screening the temperatures and saying, do you feel bad? No? Okay, we'll go in. So, so someone who went in tested positive. So that puts everyone else at risk. And WWE tried to come out and say, well, you know, we kept them separate from our WWE talent. On this week's episode of Raw, we saw the Street Profits dancing in the crowd, yep. giving high fives to everybody, not maintaining social distancing. We saw Dominic go come and attack uh, Seth. Seth Rollins from the crowd, go back in there. Yep. So it's like, not buying that excuse. So uh, it threw a kink into all of their uh, recording plans because they were supposed to record like two weeks worth of Raw. They two find weeks out of SmackDown they know who it was. We don't. We don't. No. Um, but here's the thing: like when someone had tested positive for it a few, like a couple months ago, they told everyone involved, and then they released a statement. Here, they released a statement, and the people who had been going to these tapings of Raw found out through social media. I bet that that was a big WTF. Yeah. It's like, so you're telling me that our boss isn't even going to inform us that someone tested. We found out because someone sent me a tweet saying, hey, have you seen this? Stupid. Yeah. And uh, Dangerous. according to uh, Brian Alvarez, or I'm sorry, Russell Votes, Russell Votes sent out uh, a text message to one of their inside sources because the tapings for Raw and SmackDown and NXT and 205 Live and Main Event were all happening. It was like Main House. Event still going on? Yes, believe it or not. You can go back and watch it. Wow. Um, so they reached out to their inside source and it was like, how is it at the Performance Center? Is it crazy? And he's like, oh my God, it's a total cluster. Like, there's no manager. Like, there's no leadership. There's no nothing. Like, they're not telling us anything. So, I mean, it's it's getting bad over there. Like, the talent are unhappy. The people who are having to stand are unhappy. Uh, Kevin Owens refused to uh, be involved in the next couple of weeks of shooting for Raw. So, he's not going to be on Raw for the next, like, month. Wow. Because he was like, one of y'all tested positive. I'm not being anywhere near y'all. Oh, yeah, for It's sure. the same reason why Roman Reigns has been off TV. It's the same reason why Sami Zayn has been off of TV. Yep. So now Kevin Owens is like, I have a family. I can't get them sick. Yep. So I'm out. Later, you know, let me know when, when things are clean. So it's like, what the hell? And this was also the same week that they apparently let fans, like friends of the wrestlers, into the performance center. And it's like... That's so crazy. And like it gets even crazier because, according to Brian Alvarez, WWE told the people standing in attendance, you're not allowed to wear a mask. I, if you feel uncomfortable not wearing a mask, don't show up. I read, I heard two different things. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. And that people, they were announcing, don't show up if you want to wear a mask and yeah. stuff. Then I heard, 
or I saw uh, I forgot which website that um, no one was saying stuff about masks. You can wear mm-hmm. a mask, but I didn't see anyone wearing masks. Yeah, well, they don't. They would get there, and someone would tell them, "Take off the mask. It doesn't look good." So you're you're not allowed to wear a mask during a time of social distancing. It's like what the hell, stupid ass. So it is it is stupid. So and so and reportedly the reason why they didn't they just did the screenings as opposed to actually testing their talent for for COVID is because it's quote too expensive. Huh? Like this is a billion dollar company. And you're telling me that it's you too can't, expensive. It's too expensive to get your talent. Get off your goddamn high horse and test your people. Where's Come all that now. money you saved from letting go of Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Heath Slater? Uh, like, where's all where's all that money going? Like, you I can afford no to get clue. your talent tested. Yeah, for sure. AEW gets it done every single time they have a taping. Yeah, they Dude. admit it. They're like we had temp- we have temperature checks and we got tested. It's uncomfortable, but we did it. I was about to say I don't I don't really want to get tested if, if it ever comes down to it, yeah. but I will if I do not want that thing to get shoved into my face. Yeah, no, that thanks. hard. It's like pass. It already sucks when they have to do stuff for flu, go up my nose and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is gonna go way further. It's gonna tickle the back of your throat through your nose. <sighs> God. But the fact that they do it. You know, like they have one wristband to show I've been tested. And here's another one that says I've had my temperature checked. So bunch of liars. Yeah. And and if you go and watch AEW every single week, they have a different color wristband, which showing that they're being tested multiple times. So those people are used to it. I can't believe they get used to shoving that in your face. Yeah. In, I'm in gonna t- the face. I'm going to tickle your brain. Oh, my brain. <laughs> that tickles. Um, so, like I said, we did get to see Seth Rollins get attacked by Dominic. Uh, the Iconics defeated Liv Morgan and Natalia, and Natalia's apparently turning heel or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't whatever. Uh, Apollo Crews defeats Shelton Benjamin, and then MVP approached Shelton Benjamin. Oh, because wasn't Lana, like, talking to Natalia? Oh, yeah. Lana was talking to Natalia. I forgot you. I didn't watch this. Sorry. Um... Let's see. Uh, Drew McIntyre teams up with R Truth the to whole go night, man. Bobby Lashley and MVP. It's been weird stuff. Like R Truth will pop up, and then they were like, they were talking to MVP and stuff. It's like, how about this? You put you only put Buffalo's titles on the line, and whoever wins will get the titles. You know, Winner they're like, yes. And then later on, they show another segment, and R Truth's like, man, I just did you a favor, uh, Drew. I went to management and I took. Uh, they said I don't have to defend my title, just only your title. Mm. So, <laughs> so, so I'm but, off the hook. But he's like, "Don't worry, man. I'll help you. I'll protect that title, man. Just I got your you back. trust. Trust in me, man. Got your back, dog." And Drew didn't know what to do. <laughs> well, Drew McIntyre and Archer do end up getting the victory, defeating Bobby Lashley and MVP. Uh, we did get to see Asuka defeat Nia Jax after Nia Jax shoved the referee, and uh, the referee was about to call for the bell, and then he said, no, you know what? Asuka just did a roll-up, so I'm going to count to three. One, two, three. Wahoo. Uh, main event saw Randy Orton going up against Christian. Rick Flair coming out. It was not a out. match. It yeah. was not a match. Well, it was. It was unsanctioned, though. 
Um, it was like Ric Flair came out. Yeah. And was trying like, to talk him out. He got of a it. microphone. It's like, no, don't do it. Blah 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 blah. And then he turned around, low blowed. A Christian, dirtiest player in the game. And then like that son of a Orton bitch. flipped him over and did some weird crescent, like he crest him or something, and like slithered all over him. I don't know. And then pinned him. So yeah. And then he punted him. And then he was like, "I don't want to do this." You know, it's like you know what? I don't want to do this to you, but you made you made me do it. You made me do it. And then he go back and it's like stupid, you know what? You should, stupid, he kept on going stupid. back and forth like he was apologetic. And then he was like, "No, it's your fault. Your fault." So, whatever. You did this to me. You son of a bitch. And then he slipped into his DMs. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. You son of a bitch. I'm in. So that pretty much does it for Raw. Moving over to AEW. AEW. Another fun episode. For sure. For sure. Uh, but like I said, I think, that, you know, they're in Jacksonville, obviously, so it's very humid in Florida. Uh, the opening contest saw Kenny Omega and Adam Page going up against uh, the Natural Nightmares. And... Uh, and just a few minutes in, you could tell that they were already gassed because of how much, like, I guess just how thick the air is because they're obviously having it outside. I mean, they got the fans going and all that, but that can only do so much. I mean, y- you certainly know how humid humidity works. Uh, <laughs> I know how humid humidity is. Yes, it's quite humid. So, uh, but I mean, all in all, this was a fun match. Um, Allie came out and cause sort of I know a distraction they just like sprung that on us but i think it's quite hilarious like in the past or the last few episodes when they're like showing them in the audience like they're like talking to, mm-hmm. to each other like they're totally into each other and yeah. then like there's a match going on and like everyone's focusing on the match but they're just like talking mm-hmm. I, I don't know why but it just cracks me up even on uh even on aew dark they had a match with uh qt marshall in it and uh, Allie was like, oh, look, I, I had these shirts made for you guys, for Brandy and, uh, and Dustin. And it was the natural nightmares. You know, it's got Brandy. It's got Dustin on the sides. And they're, you know, probably like two or three inches tall. And then you've got like QT in the center. And he's like eight inches tall or whatever. And they're like, what the hell? And the shirts that she got are like 6x so like brandy walking out it's basically like oh god yeah i mean it's just they're just massive shirts and uh but it was pretty funny so so um with ally this is like the second thing i've seen AEW like drop like that yeah the first was with awesome kong in the what what were they called the nightmare the, the nightmare collective nightmare collective they that they saw that wasn't working and they dropped it that wasn't as quick it was quick to mm-hmm. a certain extent, but not as quick as Allie coming to AEW, then joining Blade the Bunny Butcher as the Bunny, then that being dropped, turned back to Allie. Which there, yeah, there had was there so wasn't really quick. any explanation. Yeah, which they've seen it didn't work apparently, or I don't know what went down, but it didn't work. Yeah, and now she's back to Allie and. This little thing that she's doing is not that much, but I think it's quite funny. It's effective, yeah, because it's getting all of these people on TV, and they're you know they're struggling internally because it's like we want to be supportive of Cutie, but I fucking hate Allie. Yeah, it's and so funny that like everyone like loves Cutie. Yeah, Cutie. I keep on saying Cutie. He's a Cutie. He's a Cutie. You can't unsay that. Um, and one of the things they made mention of is that Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, Did you watch that video? Uh, him passing on the... Well, that's, what I, was, that's oh, what I was referring to. I didn't watch the video, but I was 
that they did make mention of it on Dynamite that Diamond Dallas Page gave uh, QT his blessing to use the diamond cutter, which is pretty cool. He did it pretty well, so. Yeah. The QT cutter. The cutie cutter. Cutie cutter. Cutie pie. So, uh, Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega end up getting the victory to retain their tag titles over the Natural Nightmares. Um, after that, we got to see the uh, Dynamite debut for Anna, Jay, and Abaddon. Abandon. Abandon. <laughs> that sounds like abandon. Abaddon. No N. I know. No. I didn't see it. Abaddon. I thought was, there was an N. I just like straight out of your it. nightmares, yeah. Abaddon. Straight out of your TV. Into your TV. And in, out of your TV and into your nightmares. MTV. Get MTV. Hey, man, you remember TV. MTV when they used to show music videos? Yeah. Get like, into my car. Here in my car. I feel safest of all. Get Believe it or not, MTV is the reason why I'm a Gorillaz fan. Oh, really? Yeah. Because uh, it was 2001, and that was right around the time where they only showed music videos at night. Like after their normal programming and yeah. stuff, it would go all to like music videos starting at like midnight or something. And I remember it was like during the summer, and that's where I saw the music video for Clint Eastwood. And I was like, "This is awesome." You remember Blur <laughs> when they showed Blur? Woohoo! I remember. I mean, I I'm, I know the song, but um, but Clint Eastwood was the song that hooked me for Gorillas. And I was gotcha. like, "That was cool." So I listened to that song, and then. uh and then Adult Swim did the Midnight Run. And what they did with Midnight Run is they showed four music videos from Daft Punk. Okay. And it was the first four of their uh, Discovery album. One More Time. Uh, one More Time, Aerodynamic. Um, Around the World? No. Because that was a different album. Okay. Uh, that was Homework. Um, God, what was the third one? Uh, something About Us. I think or no digital love and then harder better faster stronger and then after that they showed three music videos from gorillas they showed clint eastwood tomorrow comes today and 19 2000 wow and i was like after i saw this music videos i was like i need to buy that album because that's awesome so because back then i was really weird with music i wouldn't buy an album unless I liked at least three of their songs. So whenever I heard the three songs from Gorillaz, I was like, I'm going to go buy that album. And became a Gorillaz fan ever since. I was always like, in the past, if I found a song I liked, I was like, let me get their album so I can hear their other songs. Yeah. Or download it illegally through LimeWire. Ooh, man. LimeWire. And Napster. Dating yourself there. Napster and LimeWire. Yeah. (laughs) All right, officers, take them away. Whoops. Go get Tyler, because that's not me. <laughs> Anyways, Abaddon defeats Anna Jay pretty decisively. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we got to see MJF defeat Billy with Austin Gunn. That's his whole name now, because they can't say Billy Gunn, but they can say Billy with Austin Gunn, Yep, like Cody with Brandy Rhodes. Anyways, speaking of Cody, before we get into his match, is he a heel... Because he is constantly doing stuff heelish in his matches. I mean, young pucks do that. They can turn on and off any time. Yeah. They so. do it. They do what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll talk about that more 
in just a moment. Uh, so MJF gets a victory over Billy. I kind of would have liked to see this match be a little bit shorter to establish MJF as a more dominant heel. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, you got to make Billy look strong as two. He doesn't get to be on TV that much anymore unless it's on the sidelines cheering with his son. Mm-hmm. His son's... Uh, after that, we got to see... <laughs> so Brit- Oh, you... We, we passed something up. We talked about the Abaddon match with the... What's her name? Well, I can't go back now. But yes, I can. Anna J. Anna J. Uh, the Dark Order came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> and handed an uh, envelope a proposition. to Colt, And they helped out Anna J. Helped her to the back. And it turns out Colt Cabana is going to be teaming up with the exalted one, Mr. Brody Lee, next week on Dynamite. I don't see them trying to get a, like a few. I think they're going to get him to come to. Get Colt Cabana. They're going to get Anna J. Because they got to have someone on the female aspect. Yeah. Got to recruit. Strength in numbers, man. Mm-hmm. Strength in numbers. Like 10 or 5 <laughs> or Uno. 1 but in Spanish. <laughs> Uno. <laughs> or the other guy's name. Is Stu Grayson. Stu? Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson. S2. Yes. This is S2. Evil Uno. That's Evil One. You need to have number 10. S2. You need to have 10 Grayson. versus Sean Spears. And then Sean Spears just obliterates him and be like, that's not who I am anymore. I'm 10. You're not 10. Get the fuck away from me. Or maybe, yeah, that's how he turns face. Yep. You're like, I'm the 10. I'm the perfect 10. You're just an imposter. You're noob Cybot. I'm <laughs> Sub-Zero. They're both Sub-Zero. You son of a bitch. I'm in. So, uh, so Big Swole ends up stealing Britt Baker and her role model cart. And that's where I have the issue. Throwback. That's where I have the issue with the camera angles because they show one like inside the cart oh. putting up at Big Swole. Which I will give Tony Khan credit because on Twitter he explained the the necessary reason okay. why the camera was there. What did he say? Uh, who's the lady who's with Britt Baker? Rebel? Rebel or Reba? One Reba. So that was supposed to be the camera for her. So oh, because she was doing the... So that Britt Baker would know where she was at all times. Oh. But... She disappeared, and Big Swole stole the cart, which is why they had the footage. So, while I'm not a fan of the angle, at least Tony Khan, at least Tony Khan went out of his way to show. Well, here's why. <laughs> here's why uh, we had a camera angle there. That's why we appreciate you, Tony Khan. Damn right, Pip Pip. And uh, I followed him on Twitter, and man, he he replies to a lot of people. And he was like, listen, man, you know, here's, here's the explanation as to what we're doing, and here's why we're doing it. Uh, you know, he they, seems like he'll be a cool boss to work for. They talked about uh, Orange Cassidy being the cameraman at the end, and he was like, actually, that was camera 12. <laughs> so it's like, okay. <laughs> That's just like that press conference with uh, when... Jericho had those guys and he goes, he looks like he, he's part of a group. That's a group, right? Or no, no, how do you say it? He goes, they're part of a group. 
So, oh, so he's part of a group. No, I mean, he well, looks I mean, like he's you know, part of a group. Like <laughs> he fucked up. I mean, they look like a great faction. <laughs> Are they a faction? No, I mean, they could be. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I want to rewatch that again. <laughs> I haven't seen it in so long. So, uh, Big Swole stole Britt Baker and her role model cart and, and then throw, threw her ass in a dumpster. Threw her in the trash. And she was there for five hours. I'm the trash man. <laughs> Just like Britt Baker said, I've been here for five hours. Where have you been? And then I started eating garbage. <laughs> well, I love Moving the fact that cup. she had a message system for Tony Schiavone, and then she put their friendship on hold. Yeah, it's like... Poor Tony. <laughs> this is like, where's Tony? Where's Tony Schiavone at? You put him on a friendship break. Well, he should still be here, damn it. <laughs> I love the interactions that they're having with Tony Schiavone. Oh, yeah. He's hilarious. He was in one of the skits for BTE this last episode. <laughs> they are Christian as fuck. <laughs> I tell you about my uh, my colonoscopy. Oh my god! <laughs> Enough with the story. What was who was um, Kaz trying to talk as like a, a Canadian? Huh? Kaz. That skit would be. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, I he don't was, know. He was talking about like he. It, it started like he was trying to be like Canadian. Then it turned into something else. Yeah, that was weird. Hey. <laughs> So, uh, Cody came out with the TNT Championship and Arn Anderson to have their open challenge. They he said, cut a promo. Yeah. You know, it's like everyone's doing their own thing. Am I even part of the Elite anymore? Yeah. Because he was like, oh, yeah, I got beat down the other day and no one came to help. Am I even part of this group? Doesn't matter. So. And then Arn said something and I don't, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what the fuck he said. Oh, okay. So, uh. We had the open challenge, and they made point that this week was going to be someone not from AEW. You you saw the promo. You saw the shoes walking up. I didn't know who it was at first. And then when we got a shot at his face, I was like, yes! We both messaged each other yes. at the same time. We're like, oh, shit! my wife was in there. I was like, oh, shit, they got Ricky! <laughs> and uh, Pretty Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks, he, he was part of NWA Power. Um, but before that, yeah. we've seen him wrestle locally. Yeah, I mean, he's wrestled all over Texas. He say he's from Louisiana. He's wrestled all over the United States. He's wrestled States. a lot of countries. He's kind of like, he's he, well, he's friends with Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. And he's like Sammy Guevara in the fact where he's wrestled everywhere. What, okay, so I'm going to sound ignorant, but well, there's if you a don't lot know, of, you don't know. There's a lot of wrestlers in Texas who wrestle for Booker T or come through Booker T. I know yes. Sammy's done some stuff for Booker T, but he's never really... I don't know. I could yeah. be not made the round. I'm sure he's yeah. made an appearance. Yeah. And I don't know about Ricky if he's done stuff with. I want to say yes. But they've mainly done like a lot of promotions throughout Texas and everywhere else. Yeah. Um. So, but Ricky, man, he is a great wrestler and one. He, he can like talk, man. He has the gift of gab. And um, if you get a chance, uh, look some of the stuff up. Look at his NWA run. Um, but we didn't know if he got signed to AEW at first. You sent me the tweet, right? It was the tweet mm-hmm. that he is Ollie. He got signed, which that's amazing because, you know, people, there's people out there who, 
on the internet who who bitch all the time about, well, they're signing former WWE stars. They're just like TNA. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold your horses. Mm-hmm. So TNA signed in a lot of people who were on the way out WWE that were kind of almost in their past their prime mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They just picked up everybody. AEW is... Sorry to cut you off. Okay. Ricky Starks versus Miranda Alizé, Hurricane Pro Wrestling, nine months ago. Nine months ago. That's how f- soon... That's or that's how fast he rose up to get to AEW. I wonder... Was he part of Power then? He may have been. I think he was. But that's pretty cool. But yeah. And he officially got signed with him. And I mm-hmm. hope... Dude, I hope they strap a rocket onto his back. Because... There's a few people that they've signed to AEW that they're not doing too much with. I think they're going to start trying to do something with um, Sunny Kiss and uh, Joey yes. Janelle, which is yeah, great. They've, they've started. They've begun teaming up, which is which is great. And I hope they do more promos. I don't know where they're going with that. Um, see, I, for a while I was worried about Jimmy Havoc, but they put him with um, Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian. So they got stuff going on. As Super tag, bad. Which that, that's cool. Um, Super bad squad. Yeah. So, and I hope the two ladies they just signed don't get lost in the shuffle either. Yeah. Um, because they're still trying to find their footing. You know what I mean? And I don't. I mean, I, I know eventually they're going to step on people's toes, which I don't want them to. Mm-hmm. You know, like I keep on bringing this point up every single time about the hybrid too. I know you said <laughs> Angelico is hurt. Yeah. Jack Evans. I don't know what he's doing. Um, Stuck in Mexico. For sure, you know that. Well, uh, last I heard, um, so I don't know. I just I know for sure that they strapped a rocket to um, Sammy Guevara, mm-hmm. Ortiz, and Santana, um, Darby Allen. Um, I know there's other people like Lance Archer. Yeah. And stuff, but Ricky, I'm just afraid that they're gonna have too many big people. Like they're gonna try to push. They're not gonna have room for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because um, you have. Well, I, I think I think that's one of the beauties of AEW Dark because it's strictly on YouTube, so they can make their episodes as long as they want. So, like this, I've week, noticed that they've been adding more matches to Dark. Yeah, because usually it started; it was just like one hour. hour so it's way more than that, which yeah. which is good. But I haven't watched Dark in a while. Do they do they show promos and stuff on Dark too. Um, the parts that I watched, I think they showed like one. Because when I first watched it, that they didn't. Hmm. So, and then also we don't know when. I mean, they got approved for that second show, so. I just don't want them to keep on taking in people, taking in people because we don't, I don't know, man. I'm just, they're doing good with the inner circle. They're doing good with a lot of people. They really are. Yeah. And I just hope Ricky Starks gets that treatment. Yeah. So, so we'll have to see, but, uh, he put on a really good matchup with Cody, put a, a, a good, strong first step into the, good promo, uh, into good the match. company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Cody didn't end up getting the victory to retain the TNT championship. So congratulations, Ricky Starks. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Glad it's someone that we've seen in person and uh, really cool. Uh, after that, we did get to see the Super Bad Squad going up against the Young Bucks. Really fun matchup. Uh, the Butcher, Blade, and FTR all it made their appearances. It me up, man. Every time I see Butcher and Blade, 
without their wrestling attire. They're like kind of like hipsters. <laughs> And which I'm down. I mean, it don't look bad. It's just funny. It's just to see out of place. The butcher, see butcher, like a big dude mm-hmm. with like like all suspenders white. and all white and stuff. Um, last week when Jericho was on commentary, they they took a shot, not a shot, but a hint at because, and I'm not familiar with this band, but the the butcher is part of like a metal band. Yeah, which I guess a lot of people do know of it. I'm not familiar with that band because I'm not into that type of music but jericho took a nod at it mm-hmm. like because you know jericho has his own band he's part of that band so that was a little nod to that yeah i don't know what the name is you gotta look it I up think it's like every time i die or something like every that. every time you die what i think that's the name of the band you come back yeah sure okay everybody dies lance archer yeah. uh so the young bucks end up getting the victory teasing a future match with uh ftr Sorry, in my head, another another thing, unless he's on dark, another thing that they dropped for a while is um, Sean Spears. Yeah. He just... And Tully. They start picking it up, and then they're just like, no, we can't. And they used oh, to because the COVID stuff, there's not a lot of people they can get a hold of. And for the stuff he was doing, it was pretty entertaining, like betting and all the stuff with MJF. Yeah. But now it's like, I hope he's not getting frustrated and like, I'm going to go somewhere else. And it's like... Where? Where can you go right now? Yeah. You're kind of stuck with AEW right now, man. Yeah. Uh, and that took us into the main event, seeing best friends going up against the Sex Gods for the number one contendership. I really thought the Sex Gods was going to take it off the number one contendership off of best friends. I would have been disappointed if they did. I would have, too. I would. But if they dis- had, I would have picked the Sex Gods to get the victory and the tag match. Dude, against, uh, it, it was Omega pretty fun. It was fun, and I... Um, a fresh new matchup. Just mm-hmm. seeing Chuck Taylor in the ring with Chris Jericho. I was like, that's never happened mm-hmm. before. I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a fun and enjoyable matchup. Best friends end up getting the victory. I'm glad they got the pin off of Sammy than Chris. Yeah. But at the same time, it led up to something that we've been wanting for a little mm-hmm. bit. Orange Cassidy. And he's... Well, First before pissed that, off. Yes, he got pissed off, and he was a cameraman. He's gonna try. And he didn't do any sloth stuff. He he beat him up and all that stuff. And then the commentator's like, oh, well, we're going to get this match at um, Fighter Fest. We're going to have mm-hmm. best friends versus... Um, Omega and Page. Yes. And then it's like, oh, we just got word from Tony Khan. And I was like, oh, here it is. Here it is. Finally... Orange Cassie versus Chris Jericho. The so, match you want to see. Hell yeah, dude. You gotta give the people what they love. Hug, super hug to close out the show. I Yes, they got that angle. And oh, I just love it. And I don't know when it's going to happen. I know he's going to probably ask for it. I'm waiting for Orange Cassie to be on Chris Jericho's podcast because yeah. I want to hear him talk. <laughs> It'll be a 10-minute episode. Yeah. Or I'm surprised... <laughs> I don't know if he's had best friends on his podcast. Maybe he has before. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just... I know it sounds bad. I love best friends in general, but I've always liked Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassie more than Trent. Oh, And, I, and that's Trent. nothing as Trent. Trent is a one hell of an athlete. Why do you hate Trent? Bro? I don't hate so Trent. But like before... I love the stuff they did on the indies, but I've always... Trent. Before... Okay. Out of all three of them, I've heard of Chuck Taylor before... Well, 
You've been a fan of Chuck's for a long time. Chuck for a long, long time. And I love Chuck. And so... Do you love Up Chuck? (laughs) What's Up Chuck? (laughs) You have some Up Dog? No. Oh, damn it. Um, But no, I don't know where I'm going with that. We got dragons and CDs. (laughs) What's that? For another time. Okay. But no, um, it's a bold prediction, but I think best friends are going to take the belts off of those are some bold predictions omega and a page yeah. because they can finally because i think they kind of dropped it but where he was like he would help him omega uh page would help them then leave they kind of mm-hmm. dropped it for the last few weeks but i still think they're going to pull the trigger on it yeah i guess we'll he's find gonna, out i don't know if he's going to turn heel but he's just going to be like do whatever the fuck he wants and just like be like a a badass who drinks yeah the whole time just keep him as that he don't even have to be a heel he could be like a dick to him yeah and stuff and like i'm gonna do my own thing just finally. a dick to the young bucks and then yeah, yeah whatever else <laughs> yeah because him being drunk and doing all the shit all the time is just funny and awesome to me it, it'd be, he's kind of like not 100 percent. it's kind of stone cold esque mm-hmm. well i mean they're kind of you know they're they're christian like, <laughs> they're christian as fuck <gasps> I like I like uh, Matt Hardy telling the inside terms on uh, <laughs> being the elite. Go home means <laughs> to wrap up and come to the conclusion. He's having fun. You can yeah. tell. He's like, I made the right decision coming here, mm-hmm. doing whatever I want to do. Oh, yeah. Even uh, Matt Hardy was on commentary during one of the matches, and they're like, what incarnation are you right now? And he's like, I'm like, oh, never or unbeatable or unkillable. Unkillable, man. <laughs> Like oh okay, dude. I love that uh, thing they said for next week because he's fighting Sammy, but mm-hmm. they showed him and then all his other oh, personas yeah. behind him and stuff. <laughs> I was like, that's a cool tweak of like he tweaked this character where he could be all his characters mm-hmm. instead of just being. You never um, know which one you're gonna get. I like it. I really yeah. do. It works. Uh, moving over to NXT, and man, I gotta be honest with you. Look. NXT put on a fine show this I week. would want you to be honest with me. I would hope so. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with the with the. If listeners. I could be frank with you. Um, I'm not frank. Okay. So I'll start blasting the guy. <laughs> I'm a trash man. I'm the trash man. I pick up the trash and then I start eating garbage all over the ring. Um, but here's the thing. like, you know, NXT has been putting on a solid enough product. I'm just... I watch AEW and then I watch NXT. That's just the way that I've done it since AEW started, except for like one week where I watched NXT first. I am burnt out by the time I get to NXT and I'm just not interested in watching the program. Like I watch it so that we can talk about it. I wonder if it that's would about as far as it goes. If you didn't watch Raw or SmackDown, maybe. Because, man, Raw, and, Raw is hard to get through. SmackDown, I'll watch like on the weekend. Like I'll tape it and then watch it on Saturday I will, when I have some I free wanna, time. I don't think I'm going to watch it, but I want to catch what Matt Riddle is going to do this Friday. Yeah. Well, like the Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles match, that was great. Yeah, for sure. Like that was the greatest wrestling match of 2020. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, at least on uh, SmackDown. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when it comes to NXT, I just I, I lose interest so fast. And, uh, this sucks. It does to be that way because 
let's face it, NXT is better than Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. For sure. Wednesday is the best night of the week for wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the fact that the, the, the ratings are so close with one another, you know, it makes you realize, well, there's still a lot of people watching really good wrestling. You know, some pick NXT first, some pick AEW first, but everyone's watching really good wrestling. And that's the important thing. Um, AEW went in the ratings again this week, but, you know, that's... At, at this point, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. At first, we're like, okay, I always want AEW just to mm-hmm. cream NXT. But yeah. at this point, I'm like... I can I'm just give, enjoying it. Yeah, I could. I can care less. Yeah. You could? <laughs> I can care more. I could not care less. Oh, is that... The- I could care. That, the actual saying is, I couldn't care less. I mean, I could not care any less. But <laughs> everyone but everyone out there says, I could care less, which means there is more of a bottom that you can reach. <laughs> so that's my why bad. anytime I hear someone say it, I'm like, you could? You <laughs> could care less? I'm sorry. So you're not, at your, you're, not, you're not at your lowest point of caring. That's just, that's how I, it's a camera angle to me. <laughs> Like anytime, yeah. well, like anytime. I'm uh, sorry. I worked at Target for a number of years, and uh, some of the people who I worked with wanted to ask me a question. I'm like, "Why would you want to ask me? Why do you want to try and kill me?" And they're like, oh, "Let me ask you a question." I'm like, "Oh, okay, go ahead." <laughs> like I was that guy. I was that jerk. But it annoys me. I get you. I get you. I didn't. I mean, I it's just fine. said I was, you know. No, it's like when you go on you, on Facebook and you see people commenting the wrong there, there, and there, and it, you know, you are and your. They don't understand that there's two different versions, and it's like, oh god, yeah. But yeah, like the I see it so much on Facebook. I could I could care less, and I'm like, you could, <laughs> you could, okay. Well, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> And if I, and if anyone begins a post with mm. "I seen," I don't care. I I have I don't care what you have to say. I seen. <laughs> it's like I seen the other day this guy, and I'm like, nope, don't do it. I have no interest in hearing about what you grammar said. slam. Exactly, like it just drives me nuts. <laughs> I seen. I done. <laughs> yeah, I done seen. I done did. I done it. did it. I done did it. You done did. You done did. You gone done did it. I done did it. Okay. <laughs> this episode of WS Podcast brought to you by Grammar Slam featuring CM Punk. Go on YouTube and learn some things about how to talk. I'm not the best when it comes to talking. And I'm the best in the world at what I do. Do you understand what I'm saying to you right now? I couldn't care less. Fair enough. Like literally and figuratively, people don't understand the differences between that. That's on Grammar Slam as well. If anyone wants to check that out. Like, I literally died? No, you didn't. You were still very much alive. <laughs> you figuratively died. You, when you literally die, you, you die. cease to live. You die. <laughs> you, that's it for you. You are dead. So NXT, I watched it, but I just... There are some characters that I'm just not behind, like Damian Priest. Yep. I'm not behind Damian Priest at and all. And Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes... Bronson Reed, you know, like I don't know. I I saw a clip. I'll be honest. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Breezango right now. Really not. I, really not. I can't talk. Really, you're not. Uh, well, I'm not them following them enough. But no, that that's what they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be goofy. I know. But like for them to challenge for the tag titles, and I'm like, 
it just came out of left field. I like that song though. The, the remix of the Imperium thing. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that. all it was. But um uh Imperium ended up defeating I mean, That's what they that's what they basically are. They're just trying to be goofy and have fun. I mean, yeah. I don't like try to take them serious. Yeah. I just like, hey, it's a little slice of something funny, mm-hmm. I guess. Um so Imperium defeated Brizango to retain the tag titles cuz I don't I don't know what they want to be. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Like they're having such an identity crisis. They don't know what they want to be. Unless don't. that's what they want just to be goofy and wrestle. I guess. And they don't have to have well, I mean, they can't no we'll, one's having that grueling we'll schedule be goofy right now. We can have fun and job to anyone, but yeah. You know, hey, put us on TV, that's fine. I mean, they're getting this paychecks. So. Yeah. Uh Damian Priest defeats Killian Dane and it, I really Killian don't Dane care. got like not killed, but like his push got killed a while back. Yeah, and he's just in there. Wouldn't surprise me if eventually he got released. Yeah, we got to see the continuation of the Robert Stone downfall. With, I hope uh, there's a rise Aaliyah. because that, that there was is. pretty quick. This is the start of the rise because uh, I saw that clip you showed me last week. Of, uh, what's her name? We well, said. So you're saying there's a chance? Oh yeah, with Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Aaliyah came out. She had a match with uh, Zia Lee. Zia Lee. I forget. I forget which one. I'm sorry. Um, and here's another thing that, that really bugs me about NXT right now is I understand that the commentators aren't in the building. Like Tom Phillips is the only one who's in the building. You're not going to see Beth Phoenix. You're not going to see Rara. Uh, Rara. Oh Monawo. I'm tired. Um Morrow. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Raro Manaldo. Um, I like that. There you go. So they are literally just all talking over one another. And that is just sucking the energy out for me. I'm like, I, you guys are talking over each other and I'm not interested now. So they have got, they have got to find a way to communicate with one another yeah because beth phoenix is getting constantly talked over <laughs> she yes. she gets to say like three words and then morrow picks it up and and continues or tom will say something then they both then both morrow and beth go to speak now in weeks past they have found a way to do it they were like beth what do you think about that like they would pitch it to the person but now they're they this week they just they fell apart and I could not stay focused on it. Like I was like, God, this is awful. It was terrible commentary. Um, but Aaliyah did end up getting the victory after a distraction from Robert Stone getting sick in the ring or next to the ring. And I didn't see that, so I don't yeah. know what happened. He threw up or whatever. <laughs> yeah, upchucked. Uh, then we got to see undisputed therapy, which was kind of comical what you know so robert strong has been uh, having issues um seeing uh, what's his name the one he's kind of feuding with oh dexter loomis yes so he's seeing him he's seeing the trunk of the car that he got thrown in during the street fight so they took him to therapy but it was kyle o'reilly portray- portraying a therapist or whatever so that was kind of humorous um, then we got to see um, Adam Cole come out, Keith Lee come out, Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor. 
You know, it's so funny. Sorry to cut you off. They can't use the therapist that Daniel Bryan and Dr. Shelby. He's he's yeah. Well, that's that. He's you know why? A, he's not a therapist. <laughs> he's anger management. Yeah. Well, you know why? <laughs> why is that? Who is he? He's Doctor Shelby. Who's Doctor Shelby? He is. No. Is he Doctor fig- Shelby? Uh, I thought is he a figment of our imagination. Is he not real? He's not real. Oh my god. This whole thing has been a lie. Next, you're going to tell me that wrestling's fake. <laughs> Who Dr. is it? Shelby? Oh, I thought he was a different actor. Sorry. Never mind. You're a different actor. Your face. So, William Regal announces a triple threat match for next week's NXT for the North American title between Keith Lee, Johnny Gargano, and Finn Balor. The winner of that becomes the North American champion and then goes on to face Adam Cole the following week, I believe. Winner take all. So the winner will become... Where the hell are they going with this? I'm hoping to see a double champ go by the name of Keith Lee. That would be amazing. Yeah. But then, okay, so that doesn't make sense, so... You don't make sense. Unless they want Adam Cole to win and Karrion Cross to take both belts off of him? Or they drop the Karrion Cross, Or you just have him lose two matches and... Unless, okay, so Adam Cole loses the belts and then Karrion fights him. Mm. But they did the, the tick-tock, they did like the, the clock thing for him. So I thought they, unless they dropped the storyline, like Karrion may fight him eventually for the belt and take the belts off of him, or belt. Yeah. But I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know. There's just so much shit going maybe, on. It's like maybe Adam Cole wins the North American Championship, so he holds both belts. Then he loses the North American to Finn Balor, loses the NXT to Karrion Cross. Yeah, make it happen, I don't bitch. Fucking know. Make it happen. After that, Dakota Kai defeated Caden Carter. Bronson Reed defeated Leon Ruff, and then Ruff. Well, I take that back. He didn't defeat. He destroyed this poor kid. Ruff. Um. And then uh, he called out Karrion Cross. Said, I'm not going to let what you did to me fly. This ain't cool. So I'm calling you out for a fight next week. Uh, main event saw Sasha and Bailey team up to go against the team of Tegan Ox and Shotzi Blackheart. Honestly, I didn't even really pay attention Shit. to it. Champs retain. That's all. Yep. So. so there you go. Uh, over to Hot Topics. Miss. Oh, God. Now I can't talk. Mustafa Ali has been moved from SmackDown to Raw. In case mm-hmm. you didn't see that. Uh, R-Truth is getting his own game show for the WWE Network, which will de- uh, debut on July 14th. We'll see bit. how it goes. Yeah. Hopefully it's entertaining. And it's called R-Truth's Game Show. Simple. Um, let's see. The final bit of news that we have to talk about, because um, we kind of covered everything else uh, throughout the show. Uh, is the uh, David Starr accusations. Oh. Did, did you hear about these? Uh-uh. So, one of his ex-girlfriends made a, uh, a statement, a claim on uh, Twitter that uh, he has been, like, a rapist. And um, that he's yeah. been a sexual abuser to women that he's been with in the past. Uh, a sexual assault and rape by his ex-girlfriend. The claims can be read on her Twitter. Uh, but David Starr released a statement stating, over the uh, quote, 
Over the course of my life, I have grown and matured a tremendous amount, but when it comes to my personal relationships with women, I have acted like a child. With nearly every partner I've had, I have lied, cheated, lied about the cheating, then repeated that cycle. When it comes to relationships with my partners, I am emotionally immature, to say the least. It comes with a lack of self-value. That lack of self-value stems from a lifeline of parental issues amongst numerous other surrounding circumstances there's no excuse for the lies the cheating the attempts to manipulate my way out of the consequences but rather just to say that i have recognized where i have done wrong and why i've continued these those wrong and immature behaviors since august 2019 i have been going to a therapist blah 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 basically trying to uh apologize um they probably won't do anything if they're yeah. gonna if they're gonna take legal action yeah you're screwed. Um, to go down to the end, he says, by never taking the time to focus on me, I've acted like a teenage boy towards partners. Quite simply, I need to grow the F up. Uh, I'm trying to do better, and I won't hurt anyone anymore. I apologize to anyone who looks at me as a role model and anyone that I've disappointed. Most importantly, I sincerely apologize to Jackie, Allison, Callie, Victoria, Bella, and any other partners I've had for any and all torment I've put you through because of my own inability to mature and to love myself you all deserved better than what i gave you end quote so you can go and check the whole quote the whole statement out Has on uh, the ladies responded supposedly more people more women have come out and said yeah it wasn't just these ladies so yeah, he's done for not looking good he's and done uh, for for sure from my understanding there's also something going on overseas in the uk a lot of women are starting to speak up saying uh you know it's not just this this guy who's being sexually abusive like you know i'm i'm a victim of sexual abuse i'm a female wrestler and i've been abused by other wrestlers so uh there's a there's a certain there's certainly a uh, a movement going on right now where a lot of uh, a lot of women are speaking out, and uh, you know that's to be applauded. Yeah, yeah. You know? And and it sucks because stuff like that happens, and they don't want to speak up because they fear that no one's going to believe them, and that I mean, just can't it's, happen. It, it's sad that people don't believe other people. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, hate to end it on a somber note, but you know, yeah. if if you out there listening have felt abuse of any kind, tell somebody, seek help. Mm-hmm. You know, like get the word out. Like that's never a good thing. So, man, that did end it on a, a sad <laughs> note. However, hopefully, it can lead to happier times for our listeners out there. So there you go. But if you have any questions for us, feel free to leave it on our podcast page. I mean, it's podcast. Our, uh, you can go to WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to us on uh, YouTube or by searching Dominus Video. You